Welcome to Breaking the Cycle to Poverty, featuring Jay Height, Executive Director of Shepherd Community Center in Indianapolis. For the past 36 years, Shepherd has served its neighbors on the Near East Side of Indianapolis, providing a range of services and support designed to end generational poverty. My name is Tim Swearens, and I'm your host for these conversations that explore why poverty remains such a persistent problem in the United States and how each of us can help our neighbors break the cycle of poverty. Today's episode focuses on how Shepherd helps to meet the medical needs of its neighbors. The past couple of years, as the COVID-19 pandemic has unfolded, has exposed, like never before, the pressing health and medical needs in our community, and Shepherd has responded with a sense of urgency. Jay, let's start by talking about the overall health of our neighbors on the Near East Side. What are the most common health and medical needs that the Shepherd team sees among our neighbors? Well, you know, we talk a lot about COVID. It's 2022 now, and uh, we're still having conversations around COVID. But we see a lot of the ongoing health issues, the chronic health issues of diabetes, heart issues, uh, high blood pressure. And it's no wonder because the, the greatest resource to get food is canned food in, the, in our neighborhood. And it's high in sodium. And so every time we get more canned food out, it, it uh, furthers the issue of high blood pressure. And that's one of the reasons why we are working hard to improve the food we get into more fresh items, uh, because those chronic issues are so deadly for our neighbors. One of the things that we've seen is because of COVID, a lot of our families ceased accessing healthcare. Uh, maybe their doctors moved to virtual and and they didn't have the ability to move in that direction and so we we have uh we we see those types of things last year we were able to partner with the state to help kids get their vaccines because they were so far behind um and we you know we did a lot of vaccine clinics um both for covid but also for flu and we were able to help our families have access to those things and and uh, um we we the big goal here is to move from sick care to health care and that's a mind shift but it's also you have to have new habits and so if we're going to expect our families to move to a mindset of health care and as opposed to sick care we're going to help uh, help them access healthy food uh, the ability to get out and and exercise um, you know it's hard in the city to to find those places where you can get out and walk even. Um, and, and then we are really pushing hard on this medical transport. And in just a few weeks, we'll be starting a program where we're helping to provide our families access to uh, medical transport so they can get to their appointments, so they can get to dialysis. Many times, uh, the current system, it's late. And if they're late, then they miss their appointment. And then they get dinged by the doctor. And, and it, it's this progression of these dominoes that keep falling. And so we want our families to understand, hey, you need to go. We'll help you get there. And then we're going to say, you know, Tim, tell me, uh, when's your next appointment? What the doc say? Uh, do you need any medicine? Could we help you with food? Are there other things? And, and, and so we are committed as, as a ministry here in the Near East Side, is helping our families have the ability to live a healthy life. 
So health is one of the 10 assets that Shepherd has identified in its mission to, to break the cycle of poverty. How, do, how does living in poverty typically affect a person's health? Well, you're going to see it's all about access. Do we have uh, enough healthy food in Indiana? Yes, but we don't have access to that. Do we have enough health care? Yes, but we don't always have access to that. Uh, you know, I go to the doctor to do a yearly physical to, to see if there's any problems. Uh, most of our uh, families don't do that. They're not going to go for a checkup. You know, why would you go to the doctor if you're not sick? Um, and then I think the other hidden issue that we have to talk about when it comes to health care is mental health. And uh, we're loneliness is an epidemic that is ravaging our community. People will see maybe someone who's struggling with an addiction of alcohol or something else, but at the core, they're self-medicating from a mental health issue. And, and we're so underserved in, in our country. It's not just an Indianapolis issue of services for those who are struggling with mental health. We want to talk about it and, and let folks know it's okay to say uh, you're struggling. I recently preached a sermon about the semicolon. And God is the God of the semicolon. I, a semicolon brings two separate thoughts together. A comma is the continuation. But I may struggle with depression, semicolon, but I'm getting help and living a positive life. These issues that we may have, that's not the end of the sentence. There's a semicolon there, and I think God is providing us uh, the opportunity to help our neighbors who are struggling. And so we're trying to expand counseling services and access for addictions help and things like that. Shepherd operates a, a very innovative program called the Shalom Project. Uh, what is the Shalom Project, and, and how is it helping meet neighbors' medical and health needs? Well, we have a police officer and a paramedic. It's the only one that we know is teamed up like this in the United States, and they're proactively connecting with our neighbors in need. Uh, some time ago, they were delivering COVID tests to people's homes. They help coordinate some of our vaccine clinics. But they're also following up on someone who maybe isn't sure what they should do. And you have a police officer and paramedic that can have a conversation. But even more, that they each have a different kind of badge, but they have a relationship. And people begin to know them. Maybe you remember the TV show Cheers where it says, where everyone knows your name. And that's what we want to create. And the Shalom Project is helping people realize they're not a statistic, but they're a name and a face, and we want to know them. I, I'm continually impressed and, and often amazed by uh, Shepherd's role in the community. We know the services and the ministry, but it's, it's such an institution on the Near East Side as well. And, and recently, the, the, earlier this year, Shepherd was the host uh, for a training site of first responders. Tell me more about that. How'd that come about? Well, we're working to try and help the neighbors. Uh, uh, well, we're, we're, we're trying to equip a whole variety of folks, whether it's IMPD, whether it's other paramedics, but also we're trying to uh, develop a training for uh, neighborhood businesses to know how to respond to these issues. And so many times we can help translate into those different spheres and bring them together and providing them opportunities. So whether it's with IMPD providing training in our building and interactions with our neighbors, um, whether it's with 
paramedics and helping them understand how our neighbors think to our neighbors and uh, understanding that police officers and paramedics and firefighters are people too. They're not just machines. And so we can have relationships with them. So we're providing a variety of different trainings and, uh, and, and one where we're trying to help our local businesses know how to stop the bleed and how to, if someone is overdosed, what you do, uh, uh, all hands CPR, um, and, and use those things so that we can spread this out among the neighbors and that everyone has a part to play. So certainly meeting physical health needs, but uh, as you noted, the, the pandemic has taken a, a, a large mental toll on, on our neighbors and, and people across the world. How is Shepherd helping to, to meet neighbors' mental and, and emotional health needs? Well, one is we want to have everyone that we're touching have a paraclete. Paraclete's a Greek word, the one who comes alongside to help carry the load. It's not power over. It's not, hey, I got my act together. I'm going to help poor you. It's let's walk together. Let's journey. And I've experienced that in my, my own situation when back last summer and I was hospitalized sick. And uh, some of the families that we're good friends with are reaching out to my wife and reaching out and saying, what do you need? How can we help you? Can we come mow your yard? Uh, that's what family does. And our overarching vision for the next 10 years is re-neighboring the hood. We want to bring neighborhood back. We want people to know each other. And um, what the struggle that has been um, made worse by COVID is that folks feel lonely and they don't feel like anyone cares. And we're all Legos created for connection. We're different shapes, different sizes, different colors, but we're all made the same. And that is to connect. Uh, a, a Lego connects on the top and on the bottom, just like we are. We're, we're made to connect to God and to each other. A Lego by itself, has no purpose other than I step on it in the middle of the night because my grandson left it out for me. Um, and it's a wonderful experience. Uh, but when you bring them all together, there's beautiful things that can be built. And that's what we want to uh, tr try to do. So it's connecting. It's providing counseling service. It's providing celebrate recovery. Uh, so those are some of the different things. I love that. Let's be Legos. That's a, that's a great word picture. Uh, Speak to those listening today. God may be tugging on their heart. They've, they've heard of the needs. They want to know, how do, I, how do I help? How do I get involved? Well, I think maybe someone wants to volunteer and just say, I'll call a neighbor. You know, we have neighbors who would love to have a phone call once or twice a week, and you do a lot of listening. And I think that's what Jesus did in his ministry, a lot of listening. We highlight the talking, but I think he did a lot of listening, and I think we need to as well and to hear the story of our neighbors and just befriend them and let them know that someone cares. Well, thank you, Jay, and, and thank you to all of you listening today. As much as we all want the pandemic to be over, it's not yet ended. Um, and our neighbors' physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health needs are substantial. The Shepherd team continues to work hard each day to meet those needs as well as other critical needs in Indianapolis. They couldn't begin to do it without your support. Uh, to learn more about how you can support those efforts, please visit shepherdcommunity.org. That's shepherdcommunity.org. And thank you again for listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.